This is Sarah Lemon, author of the Holdish blog and food writer for the Mail Tribune newspaper in Southern Oregon. This podcast is produced for the Mail Tribune and Rosebud Media. You can find it online at mailtribune.com forward slash podcasts and read my blog, The Whole Dish, at mailtribune.com forward slash lifestyle forward slash the hyphen whole hyphen dish. While working and schooling from home, my family's had more time and more inclination to do some of the things we don't do on an everyday basis in the kitchen. We can make pancakes and waffles in the morning with plenty of time to clean up everything before my kids have to start distance learning amid the school shutdown. We can make cookies and cakes to lighten the mood and celebrate special occasions when we can't get out and socialize with family and friends. Most recently, we even made pizza dough. One of my current blog posts gives a recipe for scones using chicken skin. So there's certainly some adventurous things out there waiting to be tried on my blog, as well as things that are a little more mainstream with a twist. And one of those concepts is for sort of a mix and match muffin. With the dry ingredients pre-mixed, even as we have a little bit more time having the dry ingredients already measured for you, take some of the guesswork out of making muffins and allows you to focus on what sort of flavor profile do you want them to have? Should they be sweet or savory? And a lot of the time we don't think of muffins as savory usually more of a breakfast item, but I offered muffins as a great companion to pantry staple soups that were featured in the April 1st edition of the Meal Tribune food section. My current blog post on April 3rd under the headline, Savory Muffins Make Hearty Soup Suppers, suggest this sort of pre-mixed dry ingredients with a wide variety of sweet and savory combinations that actually were featured in the Chicago Tribune by writer Robin Mather. I reposted those to my blog, as I mentioned, on April 3rd, with the intent that this is certainly something my family is going to try. We've been having a lot more soups. The weather certainly lends itself to it. Troubling times when we're in need of comfort food, certainly suggests it. And so I thought I would share some of these sweet and savory muffin combinations in this podcast, as well as the pre-mixed dry ingredients for multiple muffins. Multiple muffin mix calls for seven cups all-purpose flour, one cup whole wheat flour or cornmeal. You could kind of take this in either direction and let your taste sort of guide when you might use cornmeal. If you're going to serve this with a chili, for example, and you want to add corn and jalapenos and cheddar cheese. Also three cups sugar, any combination of firmly packed brown sugar or granulated white sugar, three tablespoons baking powder, and two teaspoons salt. Mix all that together and that's going to make four batches or about 36 large or 48 small muffins. And you can portion this out into individual recipe size portions and store them that way for 12 regular or six large muffins, depending on what type of muffin tin you have and what you prefer to use. To two and three quarters cup of that baking mix, add one large egg, 
that's been lightly beaten, one cup milk, one half cup oil, either melted coconut oil, canola, or vegetable oil. I also like grapeseed oil and avocado oil as well has a really neutral flavor I find for baking. If you're making sweet muffins, add two teaspoons vanilla to that if you care for it. Add up to one and a half cups of any combination of fruit, vegetables, grated or diced cheese, baking chips, nuts, or toasted coconut. And I'll give more suggestions for those add-ons here in just a few minutes. So when you're ready to bake these, heat the oven to 400 degrees Fahrenheit. And Robin Mather acknowledges that the baking instructions for these are a little bit unconventional, but she finds if you put the muffins in a hot oven for a short time, they rise higher and they look better. And then you reduce the oven temperature and let them continue to cook through. So start at 400 degrees Fahrenheit. Line the cavities of a muffin pan with paper liners. And then in a large bowl, Combine the lightly beaten egg, the cup of milk, the half a cup oil, the two teaspoons vanilla if desired for sweet muffins, and the two and three quarter cups baking mix, as well as the one and a half cups up to or even less if you prefer it of any of those add-ins. Combine for 15 to 20 strokes and there will be streaks of white showing and the batter will be lumpy. You don't want to overmix. Overmixing always yields tough muffins rather than the light muffins with sort of pockets of air that you want. Fill the muffin cups three quarters full with batter and bake in the preheated oven for 10 minutes. Reduce the oven temperature to 350 degrees Fahrenheit and bake until a toothpick inserted in the center of a muffin comes out clean. That'll take 8 to 11 minutes more for regular sized muffins or 15 to 20 minutes more for large muffins. Cool the muffins in a pan for 10 minutes before transferring them to a rack to finish cooling. And once cool, they can be individually frozen on a baking pan before transferring them to a Ziploc style freezer bag for longer storage. And that will be up to three months or so that they'll remain good. Thaw them in the microwave for about a minute or allow them to just thaw naturally at room temperature. So about those add-ins, let's start with savory muffins that go really great with soups, stews, and chilies. And that cornmeal muffin that we mentioned would be delicious with thawed frozen corn kernels, a half a cup shredded cheddar, or Monterey Jack cheese, a quarter cup diced and roasted chilies, or a tablespoon of chili powder. Make this as spicy as you like it if you like cayenne pepper even. And maybe two teaspoons cumin, or I like the slight crunch of cumin seeds as well. Be really, really delicious. I think I would also like a cornmeal muffin, potentially with some crumbled blue cheese, three quarters cup of that, plus three quarters cup cooked crumbled bacon and two teaspoons sage. That sounds really delicious as well. Some other nice savory combinations to consider would be a cup of diced brie cheese and a half a cup chopped walnuts. Still on the cheese kick here, another Greek inspired muffin could be a 
a half cup crumbled feta with a cup of thawed and frozen chopped spinach. It's one way to use my stash of frozen spinach I stocked up on with two teaspoons dried oregano and one teaspoon dried rosemary. Or how about three quarter cup diced ham with three quarter cup diced Swiss or Emmental cheese and a teaspoon of cayenne pepper. I happen to love pine nuts and keep them in the freezer all the time. And those could be added about a three-quarter cup to a half cup prepared pesto and a half cup grated Parmesan cheese, particularly with some Parmesan shreds sprinkled right on top before baking. All of those combinations would be really, really nice to consider with this multiple muffin mix. And remember, you need to start with two and three quarters cup of that dry ingredient mixture to augment with any of these optional ingredients. On the sweet side, of course, there's plenty of combinations you could consider there. Three quarter cup toasted coconut. I I love that and keep coconut on hand all the time. It's so easy to toast it in a dry pan on the stovetop with three quarter cup diced pineapple. There we go. Use up my stash of canned pineapple, of course, well-drained. Maybe a tablespoon of rum extract in that. Three quarter cup diced apple or pear with three quarter cup dates. A quarter cup peanut butter chips with a quarter cup powdered peanut butter and a quarter cup cocoa. A half cup chopped walnuts, of course, goes really delicious with three quarter cup mashed banana. Of course, in my house, we also love chocolate with banana. I often add chocolate chips to my kids' banana pancakes, so you could substitute in maybe up to a half cup of chocolate chips with that mashed banana. A quarter cup mashed pumpkin. I still have some Libby pumpkin puree in my pantry as well that I'd love to use up, or butternut squash with two teaspoons cinnamon and a teaspoon each of nutmeg and ginger for a lovely pumpkin pie inspired muffin. I would even sprinkle some of my crystallized ginger that I have on hand on top of those muffins. Been really, really lovely. And of course, the classic, a cup of fresh blueberries, toss these with the dry ingredients so they won't sink to the bottom of the muffins with two teaspoons grated lemon zest. Meyer lemon zest is also really lovely and just a pinch maybe of dried lavender flowers if that's something that you keep on hand. My kids most recently have become sort of enamored with the smell and the taste of dried lavender which I would have never considered but it's kind of a natural with blueberries and something I certainly might add to that combination. So consider those with your multiple muffin mix. Find the recipe on my April 3rd blog post under the headline, Savory Muffins Make Hearty Soup Suppers. And that's at mealtribune.com forward slash lifestyle forward slash the hyphen whole hyphen dish. The recipe originally ran in the Chicago Tribune by writer Robin Mather would make a really, really nice companion to some pantry staple soups suggested in the latest Meal Tribune food section from April 1st. And find more recipes for hearty soups and stews over this past month on my blog. Again, mealtribune.com forward slash lifestyle forward slash the hyphen whole hyphen dish. Thanks for listening to and reading The Whole Dish.